Welcome to Get the Job Australia, the podcast created to accompany you whilst you find the job, the one you've always wanted. We're here to provide weekly inspiration and tips to help you along your job seeker journey. Think of us as your personal coach, helping you navigate your way to that employment offer. We also offer tailored services in resume writing, cover letters, LinkedIn profiles, and interview coaching. Visit getthejobaustralia.com.au to find out more. Now here's the podcast. On this episode, we'll tell you how to leave your toxic workplace and find a way better job. Yes. So, have you ever worked in a toxic work environment? Yes, I have, unfortunately. Yeah, I think <laughs> a lot of people have. Um, so, it's one where you're, you can either be overworked and undervalued. You could, it could be an environment where your co-workers are mortal enemies mm. or where managers allow politics to transpire mm. or okay. staff turnover is really high and people take sick days all the time. There can be so many things and even though it is just work it's one of the most draining situations Mm. to find yourself in especially if you care about your career which most people do so there are things that you can do to help you emotionally detach from that workplace and go on to find a better job and that step is so crucial because if you don't detach and you don't leave that all behind you can Mm. find yourself back in the same sort of situation. Yeah. So It's all about trying to refocus your energy to something that's going to be more fruitful. Right? Yeah, and also be- taking the steps to also believe you can get something better yeah. Yeah. because you don't want to be one of those people that thinks everything you're going to go into now yeah. is negative and toxic and work sucks and stuff yeah. like that yeah. because you're it's just, not true. <laughs> after a while, you kind of think like, oh, is, is this just how work life is for me? Yeah, like, yep. Yep. The next it, one going to be as bad, probably, if not worse. Yep, it can put you off your job and mm. whatnot. I'm thinking of you in particular when I say this. Yeah, this you know, it happens, it happens, it happens to everybody. Everyone. Yep. Yeah, nobody yep. in particular, but it mm. does happen to some degree mm-hmm. in certain workplaces. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Um, the first thing, obviously, that you want to do is set some boundaries. Right? Yeah, this is the hardest one. Mm-hmm. And this is the first one you have to do. So setting boundaries with those colleagues who if you're still working there or you've stopped working there but you still talk to them setting boundaries with those colleagues that you just know are toxic Mm. okay that you just know they're negative they just make you feel bad they bring up old things they rehash Mm. past things past hurts and you can just never get past it so it's really hard to do that because you might have worked with them for so long and formed a connection with them even though they're crappy person Mm. it doesn't matter you formed a connection with them so this can be really hard to do Mm -hmm. but guess what michael what you don't owe them anything (laughs) okay so so you don't owe them anything you don't owe them your guilt you don't owe them your time and you certainly don't don't owe them your emotional stability Mm. but of course you know this yeah we know this everyone knows this when you come across those people The problem, like I said, is you've let that toxicity build up so much Mm. and take over so much of your energy for so long that it seems easier to handle what you're used to rather than trying to climb your way out of it and suddenly you being the ruthless one. Yeah. But here's the problem. When it comes to toxic people, there always has to be a winner and a loser. Mm. And it's good to think of it like this when you're trying to set boundaries. Mm -hmm. So when you play the game with toxic people, there's always going to be a winner and a loser. And the reason for this is, I mean, the reason is, who knows what the reason is? They've got egos. There can be a whole 
there's a whole nother topic yeah. as to why people act this way. Yeah. But these people don't play fair, which is what you have to understand. Yeah. So more often than not, they have very loose morals and they don't lose sleep over sabotaging someone else. So they don't, uh, they conjure up gossip. They don't think twice about it. They don't think twice about diminishing other people. Mm. So they always need to be the winner yeah. in this game that you're being forced to play, yeah. right? And if you work with them more likely than not, you're already the loser. Yeah, yeah. Okay? So, because you're a good person and mm. you're not going to do the things that they're going to do mm -hmm. to win at yeah. all costs, right? So, if your hand's being forced to play this game, uh, you shouldn't feel guilty about suddenly setting some boundaries because it's a ridiculous game. They always have to win and just always keep that in mind. Yeah. So, if that means not answering their calls, that's okay in, yeah. in terms of starting to set boundaries. Yeah. Not answering <clears throat> their calls outside of work starting to distance yourself, taking longer to reply to messages, or even just not talking to them so much at work and yeah. telling them that you're busy, you've got things to do, just yeah. slowly start setting those boundaries mm -hmm. because at the moment you're the loser yeah. in yeah. the game. In at the, least in their minds. In their mind. I mean, yeah. in your world too, because mm. you're still suffering. Yeah, that's right. right? You're like suffering emotionally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you need to, so whatever, whatever brings you down, start distancing yourself from those things. So you're mm. the gossiping or the being distracted, just start setting boundaries and start getting away from them yeah. and start seeing your mental health as a currency, right? Mm -hmm. So if something's draining your mental health money, yeah. stop paying it. Because mm. in the end, you're going to be broke. Yeah. Oh. Do you like it's that? It's very insightful. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the first crucial step in uh, to leave your toxic uh, experience and yeah. trauma so that you can find a way better job. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So the second thing that we <laughs> wanted to highlight is when you resign, act like it's a breakup and give yourself time to heal. Yeah. Uh, so... Well, that's interesting because... Hmm. Depends on how you break up usually. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm talking about breaking up from a toxic person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. so I see it. I, I think that breaking up with a toxic partner mm. and resigning from a toxic workplace requires the same emotional strength. Mm. That's why people get caught in them. Because if it was so easy to leave, we would yeah. just do it without thinking. Yeah. So that's, so I think they require the same mental stress. Mm. You can get... Um, you can get stressed and emotionally involved and drained by toxic work environments. You can lose sleep. You yeah. can dread Mondays. You yeah. can have your stomach have butterflies. There's mm. so many things that's so much like a breakup from a, a toxic person. Uh, so you should treat it this in the same way. So uh, you've got to give yourself time to heal because when you're trying to manifest a new job, you might be subconsciously holding on to that toxic, those toxic experiences, mm. which could mean that you are like it's if you if you don't let that go. Um, oh my god! I just it got, bleeds into your other actions. Exactly, it kind of pulls you back from everything else. Exactly, but you don't realize it. Because exactly, it's so ingrained. Into yeah, your... so you might find yourself in another situation that's exactly the same mm. because you're just carrying those past hurts and you see the world that way now. Yeah, yeah. Or 
you also could lose your positivity when it comes to finding a better job and not think that there's a better one out there Mm -hmm. and get really down on yourself and then it's just a never-ending cycle so if you're going to go into another job um you have to treat it like it's a breakup in giving yourself time to heal a really good way to do this when you're going for a new job is if you can take time off that toxic job that you've got or that toxic workplace take annual leave and give yourself the first half of the annual leave to recover and completely Mm. switch off. Like don't think about work, don't answer calls, don't answer emails, don't do anything. And then give yourself the second half of the annual leave to really zone in on the jobs that you want to apply for. Like let yourself create, create some space between those bad experiences and the Mm. next one, create some distance between them. So yeah. Mm. So you've got to apply for them from a place of clarity, not and and positivity and positivity and purpose. Mm. Because if you think about it as well, going from a toxic relationship to another toxic relationship, it comes from desperation. So you've got to give yourself space to not be desperate. You've got to give yourself time to heal and not go into the next one with the same desperation. Mm. Ah, that's interesting. Because, um, I mean, obviously, you like you want to take a fresh approach to applying for jobs. You don't want to have any baggage from your in your mind from the old workplace, right? Yes. And I and just as an example, you've done this. You took a month at an in between job. Yeah, yeah. A month was it? Or anyway, you took time. Yeah, I did take time off from it. Like, a toxic workplace you went into something different Mm -hmm. a a temporary job Uh, it was completely different field which is also a great idea to create some distance and then you were able to find a way better job in every aspect and I had to tell myself that it's possible I can do this I can get something better Mm -hmm. this is not the end Mm -hmm. and like there's better place there's work there's better workplaces out there and I've spoken to so many people who enjoy their work. So yeah. why can't that be the same for me? Yeah. But whilst yeah. you were in the toxic workplace... It was very hard to see that. Yeah. To see the You're light. Right. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to see the light. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. True. But eventually we got to the other side. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you want. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the third thing that you wanted to... Uh, that we wanted to discuss was identifying what you want and look out for what you don't want. Mm-hmm. That's right. So because you're not coming from a place of desperation, you are more picky, you know what you're after, you know your values, Mm -hmm. you also know what you don't want. So when you go into interviews and you're talking to potential employers, just keep an eye out for those signs Mm. that the dynamics are the same. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the way, first of all, before you do that, you've got to get really clear on what you didn't like about your old workplace. So you've yeah. got, so you've distanced yourself from the toxic people. You've had time and distance away from it. Now it's time to reflect and think about exactly what you didn't like about that workplace. Mm. So was it the drama? Was it the management style? Was it the targets? Was it the competitiveness? What was it that you didn't like? And you need to start but use that stuff to make a list of what you want and what you don't want right yeah. so the list can be really simple it can be just a once column and an avoid column and mm. you do this even before you start applying for jobs okay yeah. just get really clear on what you're looking for because how do you know what jobs to apply for 
if you don't know what you want and don't want. Mm-hmm. You can't, like it doesn't, it never works to look for a job and apply for everything. That never, ever works. You have yep. to be specific in your job search always, no matter what the job is, okay? Mm. So at the start, right at the start, start making that list. What do I want? What do I not want? It yep. could be simple as in the wants column, I want a work-life balance. Mm. I want a positive culture. Yeah. I want a supportive environment. In the avoids column, it could be I want to avoid incompetent managers mm. or incompetent staff so I have don't have to pick up the slack. Mm. Uh, unrealistic targets, lack of communication yep. could be one as well. Could yep. be anything. And then... And it's good to keep it really simple as well, because if this if the list is too long, you're going to get bogged down in that and you're not going to concentrate on actually getting the job when yep. it is good. So keep it really simple. The main points that you didn't like at your old role. And when you're going for the new one, you're going to have to use some invest investigatory skills. Investigative. That, yeah. Investigative <laughs> skills in order to suss out what each job and potential employer is like. But just... Think about the questions. So, for example, if there was a breakdown of communication in your last workplace, in the interview or in the phone interview, mm. wherever you're at, uh, you can ask them, what platforms do you commu- you use as a team to communicate? Mm-hmm. And if they say email, mm. I mean, do you have any chats? Does mm. everyone work at the office? Are there remote workers? Are there part-time workers? Are there full-time workers are the managers there every day Mm. you know what i mean like delve into those questions and don't Mm. just get a one-word answer you're looking for a positive work culture which by the way every employer will say ours is a positive one and it's not the case Mm. so ask questions like what strategies do you have in place to improve the culture what do you do as a team to keep the culture really good. Yeah. Just things like that. Delve into it. Don't say, do you have a good workplace culture? Because yeah. they're all going to say yes. I was like, do you go out for drinks every so often? You know, yeah. do you have exactly. career days or like staff days? Exactly. Like that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And obviously avoid things that are along the lines of, I mean, do you fire people when they're <laughs> being... <laughs> Annoying. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to be a no. Like, yeah. Of course not. That's a ridiculous question. And why would you ask that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and also just from your, I mean, that helps you feel more confident about leaving yeah. and more confident and more positive about the next job that you're going to get. Mm. But also from the other side, the employee is really impressed because you come across as someone who's really invested in the yeah. culture and the way that you work. It's mm. not just about the job. You want to know the other dynamics of the role. Yeah, yeah. So that's all from both sides. It's a good idea to ask those questions. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, that was all <laughs> we had on this episode of the podcast. Uh, join us again next week. And as always, check us out on our website, which is getthejobaustralia.com.au. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. And We'll be releasing this on Spotify as well. Good job. I know I got them all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You did. All right. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.